Where do you go for comics new and old? Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDARE at checkout to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Yo, yo, this is the voice of Frylock. Carrie Means coming at you, and you're listening to Canned Air, bitches. And welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And returning to the show this week, we have the creator, let me rephrase that, the writer, artist, the everything for the comic that's been two years in the making, Valthanius, Humanoid Psycho. We welcome Ashley West. Ashley, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's good to be back. Good to have you back. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to be talking monsters in our uh, retro roundtable, and I think that's just kind of inspired by uh, Ashley's comic. Uh, I remember that's the, what I figured. Yeah, the the I can't remember his name. The big blue uh, character. What was his name, Ashley? Uh, Thane. Thane. Thank you. Yes, yeah. yes. I uh, he came to mind as soon as uh, we were. I you know, saw we were going to be talking about Valthanius, and I thought let's just talk monsters in general. Hopefully you categorize him as a monster. That would be embarrassing if not. Well, I actually categorize him more as a man, but he's kind of like, um, like I said, a humanoid. So, you know, he's like manimal. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to be talking right. manimals today in the Retro Roundtable. <laughs> no, we're going to stick with the monsters, but that's where I was going with that. But, and we'll touch more on Thane and Alvel Thanius later. Uh, but before we do that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to support the show and get access to an uh, exclusive show that you can only get through our Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash CandarePod, or you can follow the link on our website and uh, become a sponsor, become a backer, and get access to that monthly show where you get control of what we talk about. So, uh, yeah, that's power you can't argue with. Yeah, right? absolutely. What else we have, guys? Wizard World. Yes. Tulsa, Oklahoma, September 6th through 8th, this mm-hmm. coming weekend. Yeah, yeah, so get on it to uh, Tulsa, you said? Yep. Tulsa, get on it. And when you are buying those tickets, Candare in the promo box at checkout, 10% off. That's it. Come on. Come on, Randy. Uh, however you're getting your Canned Air fix, whether it's the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, a, an emergency radio in the bunker during a kaiju attack, uh, tell your friends if you have the option, rate us. Uh, leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. And you may hear at the end of the episode, gentlemen. There it is. There it is. I saw that. It's clever shit. <laughs> clever shit. I'll try. <laughs> Let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. And here we go. I'll be back. 
<laughs> All right. Monsters. Now, it wasn't too long ago we touched on this category. Uh, maybe, what, 270s, I think, episode somewhere in there. But uh, I think it's been long enough. It's time to touch on it again. Oh, it's definitely been long enough. Yeah, I've got I've got some new interesting entries, but uh, it feels like three hundred was a long time ago, but it was only (laughs) eleven episodes ago. (laughs) Thirteen now, but still, I get your point. I get your point. Uh, Where do we start, gentlemen? Who wants to begin? Monsters. I got one. Let's do it. One that I it's stuck with me for the what am I forty three. Probably I don't know. You would know that better than me. 30-some years that I saw the movie back when I was at my babysitter's. For some reason, I don't know why we watched it. But it was uh, The Thing, the original one. Oh, nice. Kurt Russell. But that oh, monster that in there. Oh, that came to mind. Mm-hmm. Yours, too? Nice. See, we're on the yeah. same page. I haven't actually seen the movie. I'm too scared to see it. But I've seen pictures, <laughs> and the pictures are enough. It's horrifying. So, I know. I can't say too much about it, but go ahead. I don't know how I was able to watch it when I was a little kid, because I watched it when I was a little kid, and then years later, it was on TV, and I tried watching it again, and I'd turn it off, because it was just I've never freaky. even... I don't have no idea what it is. I, I don't... Mean, there's not even I've really heard of it. I just don't know what it is. A single monster. It's like a whole bunch of different monsters, but I mean, it's is that's it? why they call it the thing because there's not real one set way it looks. I guess that's like the the movie cover of like kind of like the outline of a man illuminated out in the snow. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought oh, it was Kurt a shape, shapeshifter or something. But... It kind of was. I, I mean, one guy was inside his body and his head ended up splitting from his body and then legs came out of his head like a spider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, someone yeah. guy's chest, they were... That's the, where they're trying to, like, Defibrillator, yeah, yeah, but then his chest, yeah. like, caves in and then it's teeth that close down. Yeah, and, like, bites <laughs> the guy's arms off. Another I one was think... in a husky dog that yeah. ends up tearing the dogs apart. It's freaky, but... Wow. There's been lots of references. Yeah. I think Family Guy did one reference a while back. I don't remember what was happening, but I've seen a couple of different references. And- At this point, it might be easier to list the things Family Guy hasn't yeah. done. <laughs> you know? I haven't but, seen the remake that they did a couple years ago, which I don't think was probably near. They did a remake good. of it, really? Yeah. yeah. Man, I missed all this. It was that good, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. As they tend to be. Ashley, what about you? What you got? So the first thing that came to mind was Jaws. I mean, it's not like mm. a monster monster, but it is still like the idea of it being like yeah. a giant, a larger than normal shark. It keeps attacking people. It almost seems to ha- be like super intelligent. And the amount of like just the hysteria that it caused, mm-hmm. um, like people would not go swimming. In fact, when I was a kid, I, I watched it so much and it, it it's I couldn't like swim in swimming pools without like freaking out a little bit like like wow. in the deep parts of swimming pool yeah even maybe even the shower a couple times like yeah it was i was of course that's being a kid you know being a little bit weird but uh yeah that <laughs> that movie was very i think as far as like a i don't even know if i wouldn't say like a classical monster but maybe like a retro kind of monster kind of like the thing back in like in the 70s 80s it's just one of those monsters that it just had such a large impact um and and going back to uh the previous comment about i don't know how i was able to uh watch these things as a kid uh i I think that as a kid you sometimes maybe a little less fearless because you kind of just go into it not having like not really having any past experiences with like fear and trauma you know with like so I think that that is one reason why it is a little bit easier. Although after the after the fact, you know, you might have nightmares. 
It's like the, the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah. First time I was little when I first saw that, especially the one at the end with the, the something on the wing. Oh, my God. And he God, opens up the yes. curtain and the face is on there. That was horrifying. After, well, that and the one with the little kid that was controlling everyone yeah. in the house. Later on, remembering that when I was a kid, it creeped me out then, and it was really, really hard to watch it when I was older. What creeped so. me out from that movie the most when I was a kid was at the very beginning was Dan Aykroyd's face when he turned back. Yeah, remember? yeah. Like at the very beginning. Want to see something really scary? Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that messed with me a little bit. But yeah, I, I was probably watching it a little too young. It's funny what we're afraid of, you know, as kids. And I think Ashley said it right. You know, we don't have any... Uh, I guess kind of a level of fear to compare it to, I right. guess when we're that young, you know, and like she was you know, talking about jaws and being afraid to get in the shower. I remember, um, and we talked about this not too long uh, ago in one of our episodes about uh, the Muppet babies episode about, I think one of them got sucked down the right. drain. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. And, um, the rest of them had to go, you know, get them out. Obviously this was in their imagination, but as a small impressionable child being in the shower for the first time after seeing it, I was like, I'm not getting near that fucking thing. It's like, I didn't even know that was possible, but I'm not getting sucked down there. You know, it's funny how, how, um, I don't know. We don't even think about the practicality of it. We just, we're just afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to Jaws real quick. I saw, I always see this meme on Facebook that shows, I don't know if it's a real thing, but it's like an old style, uh, drive-in. But it's in a pool, like around a big pond or something like that, where you can sit there on inner tubes and yeah. watch Jaws. Oh, oh no. As long as you don't have some jerk with a remote control shark fin floating around or something like that. Yeah, no, too, it's too immersive. <laughs> That's where you take somebody who's never seen Jaws and yeah. oh, get yeah, them out yeah. there to watch yeah. it. And halfway through, they're kicking and paddling to the edge. Yeah. <laughs> One I'm excited to mention, we had Kevin Eastman on a few weeks ago, and we had brought up Toka and Razar right. from the Turtle films. And uh, we had also, in previous episodes, mentioned how that Nickelodeon cartoon series, the one that was really good, not the Rise of the TMNT, but like that original, uh, what was it? It was like 3D animated just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Really good. One with Sean Austin doing uh, voice work. Correct. Yeah, okay. Correct. Is that the one that came out in like 2007? Was it 2007? Maybe that's maybe a little bit later I, than that. I, I think get it, my dates mixed up because I think I own it. So I'm trying to like remember. I want to say like, like closer to 10, 11 maybe. That might be. Yeah, that might be a little more accurate. It was when they were more realistic looking not like the 80s Turtles and then like the the CG ones that came out on Nickelodeon. It was like right in between there. No, the CG ones that came out on Nickelodeon. The first series that came out on Nickelodeon. Like okay. you said, Sean Astin was uh, voicing Raphael. Seth Green okay, does yeah, Leonardo. Yeah, yeah. That, oh, that. and um, fun fact about that. Rob... My gosh, Rob Paulson. He he was the yes. original voice of um, Raphael in the 1980s one, and now he, he was Donatello. Well, now he's yeah Donatello. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. So. And it's funny because when they did that they merge did that over, major, yeah. like with the old 80s turtles to the new ones, yeah. and they had the same voice. Like, why is your voice so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. Now that we've determined what series I'm referring to here. One thing um, that we're always talking about with that series that they're so good at is paying homage to everything from out from throughout the turtles' history. For instance, with Venus, you know that's the example we always go to. Oh yeah, you know they they had her as like a pinup girl pin painted girl on, on the, the side of their uh, turtle van. Nice yeah. little way to nod at it without actually putting Venus in there. And with Tolkien Razar, they did kind of the same thing. Um, the two characters exist in. 
the cartoon, but nowhere near each other. Um, Razar was kind of like a, a further evolution of the Dog Pound character. Mm-hmm. So he was just a like a wolf, you know, mutated. But where Toka was uh, on a completely different planet. This is when they were like, uh, turtles in space! Uh, you know how yeah. they always do. And Toka was like, saying Kaiju isn't even giving it... Uh, the the credit it deserves was a huge, huge kind of like Gamera, okay, upright walking turtle that was so big that like it, it was so, it was so slow, but it like had storms and shit like forming around it. It was so big. That's awesome. It had its own weather system. Yeah, it was Jeez. huge, and uh, they had messed with it. Uh, I can't remember how. I think Raph had one of the babies, one of Toka's babies. But anyway, just how they did that, how they merged it over without just being, you know, okay, he's another one of Shredder's goons. You know, right. they really took it a step farther and made something pretty cool out of it. Hmm. I love that. Sweet. And then made him a baby in the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you thinking? Randy, you're up. Well, uh, going on that kaiju theme with Toka, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to talk Godzilla. Um, I've been a huge Godzilla fan like since I was little. Right. So um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Godzilla at all. Um, He's a big dinosaur looking guy. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, <laughs> he likes to stomp buildings and monsters. Breathes electric fire. <laughs> so there's been different periods of it. Like you have the kind of the kid-friendly Showa version and the more adult uh, Heisei. I know I'm totally butchering those. And then the Millennium. So basically like every iteration, the early stuff was like, you know, the rubber suit. And then they kind of went to the, to the more uh, graphical stuff um, before they kicked it over to... Uh, Hollywood to do their take on it. Um, they released a movie called Shin Godzilla, which um, I have a copy of right there. Ooh, I'm going to take a look at it as you talk. Basically, um, it's more uh, kind of like a disaster film almost. Rather than focusing on Godzilla, they kind of focus on like the military and like the, the public's perception of it. And just the way they like portray Godzilla, like he comes out and he's come almost like a tadpole, like he's doing this little bit of destruction and then he kind of evolves and it's huh. just it's crazy if you if you it's like watch. a Godzuki at first kind of sort of yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this is still uh like the classic like person in a suit or is no this, it's it's cg but this is cg yeah but it's uh it's pretty intense i mean it's totally huh. different um it's a little tongue-in-cheek about the military but uh but yeah, it's if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's, Shin Godzilla. It's cool. like nothing else they've done. Hmm. Yeah, it's I'm a big CG? fan of. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I was gonna say I'm. I'm a big fan of kaiju's too. I know I didn't mention it, but I was kind of going for the things that scared me. But I think kaiju's are really awesome. Just like the, like, the way that they, are, I feel like categorized. Just like big monster attacking city you know like it's just it is kind of scary to think about that but that's that's really cool that that was brought up and uh so um although i have not checked out the new like godzilla movies there's plenty of older godzilla stuff that's um cool to check out there's even an anime that came out i'm really big into anime but there's an anime that came out last year for anybody that's interested and it's called sss S. I think it's four S's Gridman SSSS Gridman and it is all about kaijus attacking the city and the and they really nail the kaiju look like the old 
kaiju look and it's really cool if you just want to like check out some screenshots of it later it's pretty cool so um just wanted to bring that up i will be all over that yeah, <laughs> yeah. a good place to bring it up. it's it's good animation too it's kind of like half 2d half a little bit of 3d in there so but they do a good job with the 3d so um but have you guys seen the new the the stuff on netflix the godzillas that are on there yeah yeah no. the, uh, there's three movies um so the thing with toho is they will not release a godzilla film while hollywood is doing one so this is like kind of between the the uh the hollywood versions hmm. gotcha kept seeing that i was like oh, it's on netflix already no it's not it's anime okay it's really good though it's it's worth is watching it? very good cool all right jack i think that brings us back to you sir Mine's not one that's, I don't know if it's really been in movies or anything, but it's a big Pulp Fiction icon, the Loch Ness Monster. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Did I really, I kind of really hope it's real, but at the same time, don't. Why do you hope it to be real? Just be cool. Just the type of dinosaur that it's supposed to be, well, that they think it is, too. But Yeah. Yeah, really don't think it is. And if it was, and if they found it, then it would be the end. They'd have found it. Yeah, yeah, they'd have found it. It's like it's like the giant megalodon. They're like it could be out there, really, really deep below the surface of the ocean. You know. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's not entirely. It's not. You know, they're starting to see giant squids a little bit more. Yeah. Well, it's like the coelacanth. You know, I think I've mentioned this before. Thought to be extinct for years, and they found one. What? The coelacanth, a fish. Which it's one a, is that? It's a fish that uh, can only survive at very, very, very deep depths. Mm. Once mm-hmm. it comes up from that depth, like well, in that the pressure, pressure is away, it just kind of dissipates it. Yeah. So, but they found one and found out it, in fact, isn't extinct. It just I've exists it. deeper than we can go. Mm. Yeah. So it's not impossible. Yeah, I've got a, I've got books on cryptozoology, and they talk about Loch Ness monster. They talk about uh, Champ, which is Lake Champlain's uh, version of. Here in the states, mm, yeah, I think I've heard um, of that do, one too. Do they mention the thylacine in there? Oh at yes, all? yeah, that's What's the cool. Happen? That's freaking Tasmanian tiger. Yep, that's what it's called. So, wow. Oh yeah, those yeah. are supposed to be extinct. I don't know those. Yeah, pictures, it's like the, usually you see the pictures where they're opening their mouths and it's yes. like super wide. Yeah, yeah, really cool. It's like a dog that's mouth opens like way like 180 degrees yeah. <laughs> like a hippo <laughs> yeah. oh my god i gotta see this <laughs> gee yeah. many i think they went extinct or supposedly extinct in the 1930s something like that yeah so not that long ago wow and that's the one you think is the tasmanian devil not the cute little teddy bear looking things that just sit there and they're warning <laughs> sounding yeah i gotta see what this yeah. thing looked like all right ashley we are back to you oh my gosh i had one okay all right, so this is going to go, this is going to turn a different direction. This is kind of more of like a man-ish monster. Okay. But I had to, I, I just thought it was really impactful. But, okay, so going into the Disney for just a minute, there's a movie called The Black Cauldron. Oh, yes. And there's a, there's a, mon- no, there's a, the bad guy in that is called the Horn King. And that guy is freaky as hell. Like, throughout the whole movie, he's very, like, kind of even keel he doesn't really have too much of a temper he maybe gets mad at his minions a little bit but his eyes stay pretty you know in shadow and then at the very end of the movie he gets very agitated and very mean and and his eyes are just start glowing bright red and he's just it's very off-putting and because you think back to it it's like this is a disney movie it's for children you know you'd think 
And when you see this, you're like, there's just no way, you know, <laughs> there's, there's skeletons. There's, you know, this, this, he's getting dragged into a cauldron of green fire and he's getting ripped apart. You know, it's like, right. yeah, that was a dark crap. Disney movie. Yeah. And great then too. It, it's amazing. I love that movie. It's I'm just <laughs> like, it, so yeah, I had to bring that up because it's a, a awesome looking character and, you know, um, kind of like a, a little bit of a monster too. So. Yeah. It's funny how those Disney movies, I mean, not all of them, but like I think of Sleeping Beauty as an example. There's some dark shit in there. Man. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. I mean, as a kid, I remember there being things that would bug me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a good pick. I haven't seen <laughs> the, the Black Cauldron in years, man. Yeah. I've ever seen it. I remember we were talking about it a while back, too. And yeah. I kept thinking it was King Arthur or something like that. Yeah. And Merlin was in <laughs> yeah. it. And Jake was like, no. It's no, like it's King Arthur, different. but like metal, you know? Like metal. <laughs> Those were about the same time frame, though, I thought. I think right? so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay, that's. I was thinking that that they're not the same film. No, no. I'm thinking yeah. of the, the sword, sword and the stone. stone. Yeah, that's. Exactly I do feel what like about. Sword and the Stone did come out earlier. Like I feel like it was like 70s. I could be wrong, but I do feel like it, it did come out a little bit earlier. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I couldn't say one way or another. Frames. I couldn't either. I can't be positive either. All right. How about? You remember this comic? I bought this because uh, Marvel was putting out re-releases of their number one. How's this for a monster? The original Groot. You remember Groot? Mm, yeah. Originally, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was uh, one of many great big tree monsters that mm-hmm. would uh, that would come to the planet and just absorb all the wood. I remember uh, Planet pe- X. Planet X. Yes, yep. that's right. Yes, but uh, people were mystified as to what was happening because. Their trees or their fences or anything, their decks. I know which Groot you're talking about. You I'm thinking talking like about? the the earlier comic version of Groot where he looked yeah. kind of like the Guardians one, but he was more tree looking. But no, that old old one. This one he looked like the, he looked like the old. trees from Wizard of Oz. Yes, almost. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember which one now. But like they were like all the wood would just like start like magnetizing toward these these trees you know mm-hmm. like they couldn't explain it and then after they found out the way they defeated them termites they introduced termites yeah it's so simple that's some good right <laughs> yeah, it's like defeat aliens with the flu yeah yeah well yeah i enjoyed that though i enjoyed that yeah. or the, the common cold like in war of the worlds is that what well, you're referring yeah, yeah, to yeah. Cold, yeah i enjoyed that though that was, that was a good idea <laughs> better than termites on wood i mean yeah. come on Anyway, uh, uh, who's next? Randy, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, so going off of Ashley with her Black Cauldron reference, um, has anybody ever seen a movie called Little Nemo? It was Ooh. Little Nemo, Little Nemo. Finding Nemo is the only thing that keeps coming <laughs> I know. That I was like, no, that's not it. So yeah. So this was like mid-90s, um, and it was a Japanese-American animated uh, cartoon movie. Um, kind of, It looked like a Studio Ghibli film almost. But it wasn't related. But it's basically like this kid that has this dream about going into like a animated Wonderland. But the the bad version, the Nightmare King, um, is this entity that's locked away under this kingdom of dreams. And he basically like the entire movie, you just see him like as a big demonic, like with horns and everything, like silhouette with like super red eyes. 
and it's just it's creepy as hell like all his minions mm. are just black masses of red eyes and right it's just the whole movie is just it has a different feel to it oh i'm looking this up yeah yeah that i could see that and this is rated like is this rated like g yeah it's or rated g, g. <laughs> that's crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so crazy the so standards have changed back then right <laughs> yeah yeah there there were scenes in that movie that freaked me out as a kid i i do i need to like see this this is crazy it's worth watching it's the i love style. this kind of animation just that old grainy you know love it yeah. not old but you know what i mean like the it's it's hard it's hard it, i'll just call it like grainy like hand-drawn you know right um stuff you'd see mostly in the 80s and 90s but that's that's awesome so it was little cool. nemo yep i just it sounds familiar Finding nemo keeps popping up on my search. <laughs> maybe it's because i did title. disney owns google now I, totally different <laughs> my autocorrect said title nemo not little i cannot believe this is rated g that's crazy. Are you pulling it up? I want to. I want to take a bit look at yeah, this. Yeah, I'm getting the Nightmare King pulled up. G Mane, yeah, that's G. Yeah, that's rated G. Let me see. Oh, I'm getting his little cutesy stuff. Oh Jesus, that looks like. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's just that's just the cover, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie. Hmm. I don't I don't know if it'll stand up now, but it's it's good. Damn. In my books, it will. If the animation's <laughs> fluid, it's the animation's as fluid as the screen. Uh, shots look yeah that's true that looked, damn that looked good yeah that was cool <laughs> i like that dark looking <laughs> shit but um what are we uh thinking about the new pennywise speaking of monsters oh my goodness. i guess he's not so new we've seen him a few years ago but we're about to see him again this halloween i just can't man it's not tim curry I just, really yeah i just i'm such a fan of tim curry I get, I get being a fan of Tim Curry. I get that. The two movies are just totally different feels. I mean, the original like miniseries was just like it was campy fun. It wasn't so much horror as it was creepy. Okay. And I think the new ones are just more horror to me. I don't know. I I can see that. I never watched the original series from front to back. I'm aware of it. I know of it, and I've seen bits of it. And what I have seen. It's just kind of like, uh, in comparison to this new movie, yeah, like you're saying, two different feels altogether. And I, you know, I, I totally get the mindset of, you know, growing up with the, the one and that being your definitive it. I get it. Um, I'm over here in the seat, though, that I didn't grow up with it. You know what I mean? And looking at the comparison, I, I, I mean, again, I love Tim Curry, but at the same time, I'm like, well, he doesn't look very scary. You know, he just looks like a clown. Right. You know? That's again. That's me from the outside looking in. So, but I think he looks cool. I mean, he cre- he looks creepy as shit. I think that's what personally. I like. I haven't seen. I still haven't seen the new one. But oh, really? Seeing the original one, I was. I've always been disappointed. Like, I was excited for the new one to come out because I had a feeling it was going to be scary. Right. The first one was a after school special, basically that was on for five nights in a row. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to say one way or the other on the original because again I get it for what it is and again right. Tim Curry he's, he's it wasn't scary at all I mean it was well, I was what, middle school but, early high school when it came out and there was no scariness to it all I think um, I guess the book is where the real fear lies yeah. from what I understand but um I don't know I just was curious what everyone was thinking about Pennywise I, I like the new Pennywise the way he looks because he looks yeah. scary yeah. Like, and especially seeing the trailer the clips from the new movie him flying yeah. all the way he looks yeah. and, and the way he's like I've thought of you for 26 yeah. years <laughs> oh my gosh that's the part 
every time, like I'll be listening to, I'll be watching stuff on YouTube, and that 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 will that's one one of the ads that pops up. And at first, I'm like, what is that? Like, because I'll be listening to it, and once I figure it out, I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, we're getting off this, or you know, I'll rip out my headphones. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm too scared to even like. I just oh, that's so it's coming fact, from a place from fear, not like you don't like oh. this Pennywise. It's fear. I'm like legit. I can't like it's. In fact, he may be the like the craziest monster on this list, but I can't really name it because I have no. I have nothing but, but like the thing. Like when we're going back to the thing, I have nothing but pictures to base off my fear. You know, yeah. and just the connotations of what that movie is about and everything. I just, you know, so <laughs> that's one thing I'm curious to see what they what it looks like because you'll get to see it in the new movie. Oh, right. Because in the original one, you do get to see it at the end. Right. Didn't we see that the part one into part one or no? Was it of the new one? Like at the very end when they were fighting it down the, didn't it take a or did it stay in clown form the whole time? I don't recall. I can't remember either. Anyway, yeah, I'm stoked. I want to see it. I've <laughs> I've heard mixed reviews about it, but um, hmm. I'm I'm excited. I was I was I thought it was coming out last Halloween and was damn disappointed when it didn't. Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be the year <laughs> after. Yeah, I did too. Hmm. But either way, it's here. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters, anyone, what do we have? Anything else? Evil from the movie Labyrinth. Sticking mm. with Tim Curry. Or not Labyrinth, Legend, he, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, like, he wait plays, a minute. I had Labyrinth stuck villain. in my head for Ludo, but. Yeah, Legend's another really good <laughs> yeah. the, the devil with the giant horns. horns. Yeah. 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 I'm that, only, no, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Isn't that what uh, Dave Grohl's devil from the Tenacious D movie was based based off of? Yeah, Yeah, it looked almost (laughs) identical, didn't he? Pretty close, yeah. I've never seen that. I've never seen Legend. Oh, dude. I don't even know. I've tried to look on YouTube to see if it's on there, and it's kind of on there. What's it even about? What is it? It's just a straight-up fantasy story. Do you guys want to borrow it? (laughs) Do you really have it? Yeah, dude, I've got... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's my jam. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, bring it over. I don't got VCR, but... Basically, oh, are you talking to tape? Like no, a VHS no, tape? No, it's, it's a DVD. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have a VCR, Randy. Basically, the, uh, the premise is it's... How do I explain this? Tom Cruise is in it. Tom Cruise is in it. Basically, it's a and whole Mia plot Sarah. to kill like the last unicorn, basically. And the unicorn can, controls like the goodness of the world. There's like two unicorns, right? Yeah, they kill they one. They kill the one, and yeah. all of a sudden, darkness starts spreading across the land. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is... He gets to get on some mithril armor and a sword and gets to go on a quest and runs into some fairies. And It's one of those movies where you just don't question the plot. Just <laughs> no, not at it. all. Yeah. There's always some you kind of kinda floating shit in the mind. air floating around because it's, you know. You just have to go into it knowing. What's that, Ashley? I was going to say you just kind of turn off your brain a yeah, little bit. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you movies can, just can be them fun. In no, I don't know. Constantly just going. <laughs> Because there's always stuff floating around. In there. <laughs> like somebody just always sneezed like right in front of the camera. <laughs> Throw that shit in the fan. God. <laughs> Damn it, Ted. <laughs> All right. Anything else, gentlemen? I've got one more if we got time. Yes. Ray Harryhausen films. Come again? Uh, Ray Harryhausen. So. Say that five times fast really quick before we move on. So basically he was uh, a stop motion animator okay. uh, that did a lot of kind of the uh, early stop motion, um, Clash of the Titans, the original oh. one, uh, the Sinbad, Sinbad movies, movie. mm. One Million B.C., um, Jason and the Argonauts. Um, yes. 
yeah, just a lot of his stop motion. Like, I always remember that stuff as a kid. Every time my dad was, like, watching some of those older 70s, uh, Sinbad and um, uh, Clash of the Titans. Mm-hmm. Sinbad uh, was on not too long ago, and it was right there when he was fighting those skeletons, right when they came yeah. to life, and I had to stop and watch it. I'm like, this was so good back yeah. then. It's still perfect right now almost, other than it being the stop motion jittery. Yeah. But everything, it worked so good. Mm. Well, I've never seen Sinbad. Do you ever watch Clash of the Titans? Uh-oh. Flash oh, of the okay. Titanings, what I used to call it when I was a kid. <laughs> wow. Man. Never. Don't I watch do. the one with uh, Sam... What oh, was it name? Worthington. Sam Worthington? Yeah. yeah, the new one. God. So bad. It had Jim Arbiton in it, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ashley? Any more monsters before we move on? Uh, I guess, you know, I would just have to mention Alien. Alien from Alien. Mm. Oh, you know, yes. um, such a great monster, such a just sure. yes, and and great for its time. You know, just amazing. Uh, I guess you know prosthetics slash animatronics. I'm not exactly sure. You know, I, I don't know too much about the production of Alien, but I, I do sure. know that it is some quality stuff. I think it's a little bit of both for it. Yeah. Well, like you know. Uh, a long time ago on this show, I was talking about all the films I'd never seen, and the Alien movies were one of them. So I went and got them, mm. sat down, I was like, okay, got to watch these films. And in that first one, it, it's creepy, but there are definitely times that you see straight up just a dude wearing a suit. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like when he's uh, like crawling on the ceiling or something, it doesn't look the best. But Aliens is when it really gets good. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. 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 But um, I still want to see the newest one, Alien Covenant. I don't know how good it was. I haven't but seen that one either. There was a quick um, scene in a trailer where they're like on a ship taking off, and one of these creatures is on the top trying to rip its mm, way yeah. in, and it just looked horrifying. Yeah, that's uh, every horrifying. time I saw that trailer and that thing was bashing at the window, I was like, Yeah, it's like bashing its God, head. It's going to be the most out. intense part of the movie. <laughs> I. I'll have to say that the last alien movie I saw was Prometheus. And mm. even then, that was kind of like one of those, like, I didn't even know it was, I don't even know if I knew it was an alien movie until like the kind of the end. I'd say I think they, same here, yeah. I think they kind of put that under wraps. Didn't yeah, they, they did. Yeah, I guess they did. I wasn't sure. And the, I got to say that there's one, <laughs> speaking of monsters, just add another one to the alien pot. There's this, there's this little snake creature that in that movie Prometheus where one of the guys stupidly one of the guys goes up to it and it's like it's so cute oh the things hi, that come up guy. out of the water yeah it goes comes out of this yeah. black ooze and he's yeah. like hi little guy how you doing and you're like oh my god and the thing wraps around his arm breaks his arm goes into his suit and does something I don't know I was I looked away I was like forget that <laughs> <laughs> and sorry to make spoilers but I mean there, there's plenty left just, you, yeah. just, freaking, you just need to see it we're talking Prometheus you've had your time right yeah, yeah it's been a lot pretty it's been a while it was like so. an early evolution face hugger on that yeah one. yeah, yeah it, it, I the the and then the the whole cesarean section on that movie there's there's oh, so god, crazy yeah. oh my god uh so by the end of Prometheus, because I've I've sat down to watch it like three times, and every time I fall asleep before the ending, and I've seen pretty much all the way to the end. But do you ever actually see one of the aliens in it? Mm-hmm. You do see yeah. it's a yeah. real early looking version of it. Like of course yeah. they, they but evolved close but enough. It's enough like, to be like, right. oh my god, because that's like exactly a, what I did. It looked like an alien, but it had like a beak to it or something, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to say. 
I'm getting almost that and Aliens 3 stuck in my head where it was like the humanoid looking one with the skull and the oh, face. Yeah, right. that was the coolest one of all, like the, or the baby one, whatever, whichever one that was in. Was that the fourth one? That was Alien. Maybe that was in the fourth one where the baby gets sucked out the into space. Like, but it's one. not really a baby. It's like a big baby with a looks it's like her baby or whatever like supposedly <laughs> i'm just imagining baby huey floating through space it's like giant and gross and scary looking but ah, i need to finish prometheus i really do i i it pops into my head from time to time but this solidifies it there's very long, long dry portions but then like she was talking about it the is. whole cesarean parts intense and then the big battle at the end and, and then like the the ta-da look what we did at the yeah. end you're like what yeah. when they had found I think I the last part I'd seen was when they found and woke up one of the old pe- like the giant people wherever whatever he was something like that idea. yeah, yeah. cro Magnet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright Bigfoot <laughs> very good very good anything else before we move on now alright very good and with that, let's just turn our attention over to Ashley and talk about Velthanius. Uh, Ashley, once again, thank you for being here. And I'm excited to once again talk about this book. But before we go any farther, we've got new listeners since the last time you've been on. Can you give them kind of a, a background on what Velthanius actually is? Yeah. Uh, so Velthanius is an indie comic. I'm the like the everything. I wrote it. I drew it. And everything so um i guess i should just say the synopsis of it or like i mean whatever okay. you're comfortable with giving. all right so I, i'll just go ahead happens. it's it's okay so it's a cartoon it's like a cartoon comic like a cartoonic kind of thing it, it doesn't really have the general style that you would see in a in like a rate like a like you'd open up an issue of spider-man it's like way different looking it's very uh, it's got that kind of like cartoon cell shaded look to it a little bit you could even say kind of has a little bit of like liquid television like kind of from the the 90s and the MTV yeah yeah so kind of like a lot of those kind of inspirations like kind of like the max um style type stuff but uh so it is about a as far as what it's about is about a guy named Thane uh he his name is actually Velthanius I always forget to mention that so I'm gonna just mention it up front but he's but that's his nickname is Thane so anyways it's about this guy named Thane and is he's kind of like you know otherworldly kind of like a human but in, a, in this world their humans look like this you know with like e- like long ears and like vestigial tails and things like that and they're blue or, or very pale so think about it in that kind of light is that they are humanoid but it's about a guy named Thane who loses his id and he is kind of like in this penal colony and he's He's, the premise is that he gets his id back and then the story begins. But it's a little bit crazy because uh, without and you say, OK, what's like what's an id? Well, I mean, if you've ever heard of the superego, ego and the id, that's exactly what it is. It's his fighting spirit. It's his sex drive, his libido, everything. And if you could imagine when a character loses their id or has trouble uh it causes a lot of mental problems for him and so he's a very unstable character and when he gets it back it just kind of that that's kind of when that's kind of like the inciting incidents that's when that's when like everything begins so um i'm not very good about explaining synopses but that's kind of like where the story's going um sure 
if you guys have any questions, I'd be happy to answer and happy to like clarify anything. So, I swear I was here when we talked to her last time because I remember talking about the id because it was such a. I have you been on more than once, Ashley? I think you've only been here. The- I, I've I've been on I've been on one, like one other time last year, but I remember two of you guys. I do remember at least two. <sighs> Maybe of you it was like me and Jay. All right. Yeah. 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 I must have been listening to the episode because. You had to have been. Uh, (laughs) You were here. (laughs) I remember hearing about it. But uh, it sounds like his id is kind of like Austin Powers' mojo, you know? You could almost say that, except it's kind of like a sprite. It's kind of like an imp or a sprite that kind of like, it it doesn't really, like it it feels what he feels. And it's kind of like, you could almost say even a mini me. But uh, I don't really treat it to I treat it very almost like it's more of like a little parrot on his shoulder a lot. Um, so like but, what was that Disney movie that was like the, the feelings that were in your head? Oh, it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. not like that. It's definitely not like that. I don't need I never it's all external like it's never like internal, you know, like. Right, but it's that kind of mentality it. where all yeah, of them. Kind make, of is. That, yeah, yeah you, I could see that. Um, so kind of like Nate Navi from uh, Legends of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, is she the one that goes listen? Yeah, right. Well, yeah, I know, right. For some reason, I yeah, sometimes that does come to mind, even though I haven't even really played that Zelda. It's funny. There's just it's too it's very pop culture, but um, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like that. But uh, there's and then there's a, a lady. There's a lady that um, she's an, she's called an id romancer. And she's basically uh, this lady that she can kind of make men do what she wants just with her kind of like her almost you could say sex appeal. But I say that she is like an esper because she she has like she she has clear audience. She uh, is kind of like her thing. So she can hear what you're saying. She can actually she can make you she can control your id is basically what her power is. And it will go more into that. She is kind of like a succubus, except she just she just doesn't have any like wings or horns. Right. But yeah, <laughs> she doesn't come to you like in your dreams or anything, uh, at least not not so literally. But yeah, but um, it, it is kind of hard to explain it being like my first comic and everything. I try to like explain it the best I can. But I think my best thing is like, you just got to read it. It's pretty weird. You know, type thing. and gorgeous to boot. Yeah, the graphics yeah. are the artwork, amazing. and I think you know we can't stress it enough. The artwork in this book is fantastic, yes. and just the fact that you do it all alone is mm-hmm. is nuts. It's, it, I mean, not nuts in a bad way. It's 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 amazing. Is I guess is the word I should be using. And I try to get it out as fast as I can. I think that's the only one downside to doing everything by yourself is like the time with which you get things out. It's like I'm doing the best I can to get one out a year, you know, type thing. Sure. And, you know, whereas like you you rival or you're like competing with comics that are every or like monthly or even sometimes like weekly, which is very rare. But um, yeah, but, they don't uh, look like yours, though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, exactly. Kind of like take like it's either you do it faster and maybe not have a little less detail or you take it slower and has, you know, looks gorgeous kind of thing. But I'm just like, you know what? Just get it out. You know, like I th- is, just completing it is is the goal, you know, just and so uh, issue two is underway, too. I just finished writing the script for issue two. Uh, so I'm going to start working on that and hopefully get it out way faster since I know what I'm doing this time. Um, I had a lot like the production was pretty hard for issue one because I was like, oh, 
I'll draw this. And then I'd get to it and be like, I can't draw that. That's really hard to draw. And like, I, sometimes I would draw it and then I'd come back to that scene months later and go, it, I can totally draw that now. And so I'd redraw it and then it would just prolong things, but <laughs> it looks better. And I'm glad I did do it. But yeah, sure. so there's just a lot of factors that, you know, for the first time you just figure things out and it just naturally takes longer. So you hear great uh, artists always say, never settle, never settle. Mm. If you can improve it, improve it, even yeah. no, no matter how long it takes. And um, man, that shows through in your work. It, it's gorgeous again. And your, your Indiegogo you have up going for a uh, Velthanius humanoid psycho till September 14th. Now, is this like a collection of the first few issues or is this like the debut this is the like so I ran an indie I ran a Kickstarter for it you know last time I was on with you guys right. and I was kind of like during its production just to kind of like raise awareness and I figured like it's been so long I need to do a follow up because it's been a year and a half and so I did a follow up Kickstarter and now I'm doing a follow up Indiegogo because you know sometimes there are people that don't want they want to do they want to support Indiegogo so I just right. kind of like I'll try it sure why not so right. that's where I am right now is on Indiegogo and it's definitely a little bit tougher than Kickstarter. It's just a different audience, but uh, it was inter- it's interesting to try it out. But yeah, the comics got, I think it's at this point, <laughs> uh, there's about 12 days left uh, and I'm sitting about sitting at about 65%. So I'm at a good place, but, you know, obviously uh, hoping that I will reach that goal, you know, sometime sure. in the next week or even just like down to the wire. Like even it, that'll be even really exciting. You know, so that's what uh, what we hear the trend to be with a lot of people who do Kickstarters mm -hmm. is, you know, you get a surge at the beginning and at the end, typically in the middle there, it kind of falls flat. So I have no idea what Indiegogo is like. I have no idea. So it's kind of like that's all Kickstarter shit. I was. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm just kind of I'm just trying it out. (laughs) Sure. So that's all uh, we can do. Yeah. For people who do decide to back, uh, what kind of rewards are they looking at? Yeah, so the feature featured reward would be the comic itself. Um, that also comes with a digital copy of the comic, just a digital PDF. Uh, so, you know, some people like to read on the go. Some people prefer not to open their issues, you know, and, and keep them pristine. So I try to include that option in there, the PDF. And then I also have a print bundle where you can get a, a print of the cover art. And also a print of the back cover art. So Thane is on the cover. Alexa is on the back cover. Um, and then I also have like concept art prints um, that you can get as well. I even have a tier for original art from the comic. I still have a few spots left of that open, which is really cool to get some like original art for I honestly pretty cheap. So um, yeah, yeah. compared to what I see, usually I'm seeing like $1,500. I'm not offering any Mine's way cheaper than that. So, especially uh, this artwork. I mean, we we've seen Kickstarters in the past where like, oh, you, you yeah, you get this hand drawn thing from me, and you're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Cool. laughs> scribbled on paper for it. Where this is, I yeah, mean, my God, I, I try and I try to really make it a good deal. You know, I, sure. I so, um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of like mostly just like original art prints and the comic itself and i do have some stretch goals but i honestly don't think i'm gonna i I really don't think i'm gonna really get too far into the stretch goal territory but i always have them there because you know why not uh so um but yeah i'm kind of 
I don't really have anything else. I don't think I can add to that. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, I I can add. I can say one thing. As far as the comic itself goes within the comic, besides there's 32 pages of story art. So the first issue is 32 pages. Now, whether I the following issues will be more than th- or will be remain 32, I don't know. I actually might do 22 for issue two just to get it out faster. But we'll see. We'll see about that. Um, if anything, I'll just stretch the art out to 32 pages, you know. But as far as special features go, I have like... Uh, it's 48 pages, so I have a few pages left over for special features, and I actually have a comment section in the back that I can, like, if, if anybody was, like, wondering what was going on during this scene, this drawing, I actually, there's a little thumbnail in the back, and next to that thumbnail of what I'm talking about, I have a little description of what, like, what I was, what the process was, what I was going through, maybe I have, like, a little joke, maybe I... You know, I'm like, hey, I really hated drawing this panel. You know, like, I'll give you my thoughts about it so you can kind of see what I was thinking through the process. So there are a few special features. I feel like stuff, maybe even a little extra than what you would get in a typical comic. Sure. So I've seen people do that with web comics, and I enjoy the the, the stuff on the bottom like right. that sometimes. Yeah. I, I I love that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that behind yeah, the scene too. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's very cool, and we're gonna you know have uh, links up for your Indiegogo, not only in the description of the episode, but on Facebook and uh, social media, et cetera, et cetera. Is there anywhere else people should be going though to check out Valthanius or yourself? Yeah, um, I have. Okay, so Instagram is like the place like that's my like daily update place. Um, I am gang feather G A N G feather. Uh, That is my artist name, I guess you could say. Um, But that's where I am everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But you're mostly going to see me active on Twitter, ArtStation and Instagram. But I do have a YouTube and in, in Facebook as well. But I'm the same everywhere, gang feather. And I post daily updates about Velthanius. So if you're ever curious, like, what's going on? Like, she hasn't in, updated the Indiegogo or whatever. I kid you probably have updated the the uh, Instagram with plenty of things. So um, that is where you can find me. Perfect. And that's where we're going to tag you, too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be putting all kinds of stuff on social media and the website to help push uh, the Indiegogo forward and uh, just Felthanius in general. So You better believe it. Yeah, yeah. Ashley, thank you so much for being here and letting us take a look at it. Uh, man, yeah. it's, again, a gorgeous comic. Yeah, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I know it's like weird, and I wonder if some these people that have backed the last Kickstarter were, were like, what did I back? Holy I crap. can't imagine. But some of them, like, <laughs> I'm like... Uh, you know, like, but uh, the worst reaction is indifference. So, you sure. know. Well, congratulations to you. It looks like your Kickstarter, I mean, or your Indiegogo, rather, excuse me, force of habit. It's looks okay. like I you're... do it too. I do it every day. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it like looks... a Kickstarter is actually a thing, not really a name. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> but it looks like it's uh, on the rise. I don't want to jinx anything, but I, it looks like it's going to do fairly well. So um, best of luck to you and uh, hopefully not premature congratulations to you i hope i I don't want to jinx anything but right hey it's all right you know i'm really look i'm just here for the ride i'm gonna see where it's gonna go it's a new adventure with the indiegogo uh so you know 
Just awesome. got to stay positive. So thank you so much, guys, for having me on. I really, really enjoyed talking about monsters. I, I really do like monsters. And there's plenty of monsters in Belthanius. So uh, <laughs> that, that was Validation, fun. finally. Yeah. So, I'll take it at the end of the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, let us uh, know when there's any Valthanius updates. We'll definitely get you back on the show. Awesome. I'd love to be back. And, and, awesome. and Yeah. We'll definitely have you back. Jack, what do we have on the website? Sir? Go to cannedairpodcast.com or you can check out show highlights, listen to the show, see some of our special guests, buy some merch, become a patron, see some of our videos from our YouTube page. <gasps> and if you'd like it. to be a, a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And don't forget to find us on Twitter at cannedairpod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. We can't have the matching names like Ashley has, unfortunately. No. <laughs> Yeah, but we, we they, they've got their own independent names. You can find us there. Again, canned underscore air on uh, Instagram and canned air pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just butchered it there. And uh, again, <laughs> if, you, if you are a fan of what we're doing here and you want to throw some support our way, head over to patreon.com forward slash canned air pod. Become a patron. For $5 a month, you get access to the canned air Patreon pod and you get control of the episodes, people. What, what more do we need to give you? Other than right. total power. Yeah. Fuck. Tell us what to do. Right? Randy, what else we got? Well, uh, if you guys like monsters, what if Bigfoot existed, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We have our other show, What If, at whatifpod.com. Or if you just, I need to just tell people either search, just search Candare Productions. Yeah. It's the best way to get it. If you have to search What If, I think it's What If series you want to search. Yes. Because there are other What If shows out there. but not we're nearly as good as ours. Well, of course not. <laughs> of course not. But we are the one that has the yellow the yellow lettering and the blue space background. Yeah. But uh, yeah, on that show, we, uh, me, Jack, and uh, our other host, Ryan Little, he's out in California. The three of us will... Uh, take a topic every episode like what if Bigfoot exam- existed uh, what if what, what else have we done Thanos what if we didn't need money yeah what if we didn't need money that'll be uh, coming up here oh. I think whoops oh no it'll be out before uh, I don't remember what it's fucking okay. recording <laughs> <laughs> it's either out or it's coming people yeah. whatifpod.com check out our other show I think you'll <laughs> like it and uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm Randy Hardenberg. And, and I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>
Yeah, I thought I was going to be like, yeah, my monster. <laughs> Morty. <laughs> hmm. I'll take a big swig of our sodas here while we can. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, I watch Twitch all the time, and people just burp. They do whatever on there. So it's like I'm totally used to it. That's the worst <laughs> thing. I hate watching them do that on the Twitch. You know, I, um, I uh, almost left a, a belch in an episode last week. Did you? But I was like, nah, we're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. Well, maybe not, but we, we can't let the general public know that. Oh, I can breathe. Okay. All right. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform, and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.